The catalyst for the story uh, came from Newsroom today. The government's investigation into a pumped hydroelectric scheme to chart the way to 100% renewable electricity will take at least a year longer than anticipated. Uh, Labor's promised that 100% of New Zealand's electricity will be renewably generated by 2030, but that could be jeopardised by delays to its flagship New Zealand battery project. When Megan Woods announced the investigation in July last year, she said pumped hydro would be a game-changer for securing sustainable, cheaper, low-emissions electricity for the long term. However, timelines have blown out now. It looks as though the second phase will be finishing as late as early 2024. Dr Jim Hinckley is a senior lecturer in renewable energy systems uh, at Victoria University of Wellington, and he joins me now. Good morning to you. Good morning. What exactly is pumped a pumped hydroelectric scheme? How does it work? Okay, so we've got quite a lot of hydro generation in New Zealand, and that basically uses water that is stored um, at a higher elevation, it runs it through a turbine that yeah. drives an electric motor in reverse, and that generates electricity. So pumped hydro is, is just taking some water from a lower reservoir, putting it in to a higher reservoir so that it's available when the generation is needed. Right. Do we need it to reach that 2030 target? Do we need the scheme? We need something um, because to, to get to you know 100% renewables, we need a lot more uh, variable renewable generation. And by variable, I mean things like solar and wind. Yep. Uh, and they, they inherently have uh, significant you know, variation in their output. So, you know, we've already got a system that's using hydro as that buffer to, to sort of, you know, manage the variability in wind. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, in between times when the hydro's, you know, down a bit, we, we, we burn coal and gas. To, and that's to what the government wants to, wants to exclude. Yeah, so, so we need to basically wean ourselves off these, uh, these fossil generation yep. capacity that we've got at the moment. And replace it with something else at any cost. And that would be short-term cost, I imagine. But at any short-term cost, must it be done? Well, it should be done. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't think the cost is, is necessarily that ridiculous. Because if, you know, the alternative is you say, well, let's go, you know, electrochemical batteries like they did in um, Australia with the, 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 you know, the big yeah. battery, the biggest battery in the world by um, Tesla. Uh, and that's like, uh, I can't remember what it is, 25,000 times. No, sorry, I'm getting the things wrong. It's about 500 times more expensive to go with a you know electrical chemical battery than it is with pumped hydro. So right. pumped hydro is, a, is actually quite an economically sensible thing to do. Obviously, you've got to look at the ecological impacts and, and so on. Well, I was just going to say that if we've got, you know, housing developments being blocked because there's trees people in the neighbourhood want to keep. What on earth are we going to do if there's a, a vast swathe of them that need to be knocked down? Um, I don't quite understand. The, the, the pump hydro will be, you know, in the sort of <laughs> the middle of nowhere in, in the South Island. Have uh, you so seen how often activists go to the middle of nowhere to protest <laughs> about <laughs> anything being put there that wasn't there before? <laughs> Yeah, but but I've read I've read a little bit about this. I wouldn't say I'm a complete expert on it, but you know I've read um, Bardsley's sort of comments on it. 
Uh, and, it, and it seems like a relatively sensible place to play, put it. Yep. And certainly there's no significant capacity elsewhere in the country that wouldn't, that wouldn't have a much greater impact. Yep. Look, I agree. I, I agree. and I'm, I love a good dam. I grew up in Turangi during the, you know, <laughs> during the Rangapongra. But okay, my, my dad built that. He oh built, wow! Uh, Potu Tunnel. <laughs> oh, okay. That was when the Cadelfa Contrafa group came over from Italy to help out. Yeah, or yeah, run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was the chief engineer. <laughs> oh, that's very cool. That's okay, so clearly runs in the family. But you know, love a good dam. But a lot of people don't. But then they sort of get hoist on their own petard because if not a dam. What? Where is the renewable going to come from? And with the, as you said, the solar and the wind, it's unreliable. And you need that. The whole point of energy is you need a reliable distribution of energy, supplier yeah, and distribution. Well, we expect that. Mm. No, as consumers, we expect it to be there when we need it. Um, so you do need the storage, uh, and it needs to be large scale, and it needs to be economic. So it's kind of, you know, if if you really are committing to a twenty thirty thing, that's going to be really tough. Because, as you say, the timelines are getting quite compressed. And they, they, um, but I think longer term, it, it makes a lot of sense. And um, if you look at what's happening in the electricity market at the moment with the gas shortage, um, yeah, you know, obvious, and, and the sort of the high prices that are coming out of that, then you know, we need to do something. And, and I think overall, uh, yeah. hydro has the ability to drive those, you know, long-term wholesale prices down a bit. In the long term, but in the short term, didn't the ICC say that you'd see residential power prices jump about 15%? Well, that's if you if you really go hard and install lots of extra capacity. The, the I guess the thing is that the ICC, ICCC yep. and the Climate Change Commission are recommending is that we look a bit more holistically at the overall energy system uh, and maybe not invest in that overbuild of generation, but still but invest in something else that tackles the broader economy, like transport is a huge issue yes. in New Zealand. Yeah, that, that's that's exactly what they recommended. The greenhouse gas emissions, um, transport is 19%, industrial process heat 9 and electricity emissions just 4.2%. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So there could be, could there be a way of reducing the emissions without the need for building more generation or do they have to work in tandem? Well, they have to work in tandem. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we need to build more renewable generation because um, one of the key ways that we're going to be able to reduce the transport emissions is to electrify that sector or, or to put it over to hydrogen, for instance. But, mm-hmm. you know, that just requires more electricity. Yeah. So given the, the fact that the, they're only just starting to make nominations for the, committee, for the working group, for the task, what is it called? Technical reference group. Technical reference group. I'm, I'm very much hoping to be on that. I yeah, thought you actually. might be. I was going <laughs> <laughs> to ask you about that. I mean, because yeah, yeah. there are only so many experts in that particular field. So, I mean, it doesn't, I wasn't shocked to the point of paling visibly that this was running late. But it does mean that if they want to meet that target and not run the risk of, you know, being catcalled by critics for, for yet another broken promise. Does it mean that, do you worry that perhaps it might be rushed and not done properly? Not if you're on that reference group, I take it. <laughs> I'd do everything I could to make sure. Uh, but realistically, you know, if you look at what scalable technologies we've got to provide that level of storage, and we're talking like five to seven um, terawatt hours of, of storage, and that's an incredible amount of storage, mm. 
Um, you know, that you're not going to do it with electrochemical batteries. It's just madness. Mm. It would cost you ridiculous amounts of money and an entire massive amount of resources. So uh, you could do it with, with um, liquid fuels. But, you know, again, you'd, you'd, you're talking about a lot of investment in infrastructure for something that's not going to be used a lot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think bang for buck, um, it, it's hard to really go past you know, a massive pumped hydro system. Excellent. Very nice to talk to you. Dr. Jim Hinckley, singing your lecture in renewable energy systems at Victoria University of Wellington, and hopefully a nominee on the technical reference group for this.